This podcast aims to help you break in and thrive in advertising. And we do that by sharing people's stories and advice on the other side. Mike Hernandez is this week's guest. His break-in story is unconventional. Today, he is an account executive at Mother in LA. But his break-in story takes place a few years later than most. From working gears at a fast food chain to going back to school to breaking into advertising, Mike's determination led him to break into the one of the most renowned advertising agencies in the world, and he's not looking back. We talk about family, work-life balance, break-ins, and how to keep pushing from actual lessons in his story. This is a great episode for all aspiring advertisers and those in the industry already who need a pick-me-up. Oh, and Mike listed out a couple resources that he uses to sit, to stay successful in advertising and in life. And you can see those and apply them to your life by heading over to at Breaking and Entering Pod on Instagram. One more time, that's at Breaking and Entering Pod on Instagram. Now on with the show. This is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. And as usual, I'm your accomplice, Gino Schellenberg. Kick it, Mikey. All right. Mike Hernandez, welcome to the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. Thanks so much for coming on. Excited to have you. Excited to talk with you. You have an interesting background. So this will be a fun one. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Great. So where are you at? You're in LA? I am just outside of LA. I'm in a little town called Temecula. So about an hour and a half out. I've never been to LA or Temecula, but I would love to go one day. So I'll keep in touch. But Got you it. are <laughs> you're you're in LA and you're work you're in around LA, but you work yeah. at Mother. Mother is a great agency and you're an account executive there. So excited to talk about everything. LA advertising culture, what it's like to work at Mother, what it's like to be an account executive, how you broke in. So we got a lot to cover. Uh, but let's first start off with tell us about yourself. Tell let the audience know who you are and why you're here. Yeah. So uh, as you mentioned. AE at mother, though we call ourselves mothers since we mother the account. We're a bit of a hybrid between AE and product managers, but that's just not right all of who I am. Um, grew up here in California. You don't get a lot of people, you, a lot of people you meet in advertising or transplants, but I actually grew up uh, in and around Los Angeles. Uh, nice exactly in orange county and then moved out to out here to temecula and when i was about 14 spent the rest of my life out here loved it uh found my wife out here had a kid out here just planted roots here but uh when i went back to college uh i knew what i was getting into that i wanted to get the big good the cool jobs in advertising a lot of them if i wanted to stay local the closest i was going to get was los angeles so Ultimately, that's how I ended up there. Hmm. You say you went back to school. I what did. do you mean by that? Uh, well, I went to college when I graduated high school, like a lot of folks, started in community college, but just couldn't mm. really sink my teeth into it, couldn't get into it. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe I was just studying the wrong thing. I was just young and dumb. Uh, or maybe it just maybe not even a matter of being dumb, it's just a matter of it just wasn't connecting with me. And so I was in and out of uh, just entry-level jobs 
work at a call center, for example. Uh, but mostly worked at a KFC for a long time uh, out here too. Um, and yeah, just got caught up in just being young and enjoying myself, not really thinking about my future. Uh, pretty soon I was given the opportunity to become a general manager of a KFC. And so I took that, did that for about five years. Wow. Until finally I was like, you know what? Um, I think I want to do something else. I actually want to start taking my future seriously. At the age of 26, I made that decision. Went back to college, finished up community college, transferred to uh, the four-year Cal State Fullerton, uh, got introduced to advertising there, and then came into the industry at about 29. So a bit late compared to my Wow. Yeah. Wow. We'll have to, we're going to, we're going to dive into that a little bit, obviously, but before we dive into that story and I have so many different questions, it's a good little teaser. Um, tell us about mother in LA. Um, you know, what's it like working there? How many people work there? What's the style? What, what clients are you working on? What do you love about it? What do you hate about it? Give me, give us the rundown of mother in LA. Yeah. So I'll give it to you from the perspective of what brought me to Mother in Los Angeles. So I was working in another agency, was approached to check them out. Uh, I think what I was really, really uh, enticed by is the uh, roll up your sleeves, uh, do it like hand, hold hands with your coworkers and make something out of basically nothing, right? So you have people that are very, very good at their job, but equally people that don't have big egos, not unhealthy egos. And when you get from that is people that are generally punching above their weight and that don't back down from a challenge. And when I saw that, when I saw that, that was the opportunity presented in front of me, I jumped on it. And sure enough, um, what I thought was what mother was going to be, that's exactly what it was. And then beyond that, what I, what I love even to this day is that it's very much a people first agency. And I'm not saying that in a, uh, as like some sort of PR buzzword. I'm saying that genuinely. Is that, but what did you say? What was the word? Uh, I'm not saying that has a, it's very people, people first. People first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you can tell by how the way you would imagine that you can tell it's the way that they interact with the people, the way that we, how uh, many people work there? There. This is part of probably why this is so easy to do. It's because there's only about between 40 and 50 of us. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, Pretty small office, so I gotta ask a question because I'm I'm at an agency now. How do you collaborate? I mean, are people going in office or like do you find it easy to collaborate or creatives easy to you know how do they like how has that process been for you? We do go into the office, we're in there three days a week, and that decision was largely made to my understanding for that very reason to go ahead and increase. Uh, our how we collaborate, um, increase our ability to collaborate, uh, increase those touch those human touch points. Uh, yeah, when, that's because nice. you don't always get that when you're working from home. And it, so, absolutely, it, it, it's it's a fine line because it from an agency communication standpoint, you can't go, hey, you need to come in five days a week, and yeah, because then you're gonna get people that quit and they don't want to work. You know, it's just how it is. Um, but you know, having some sort of hybrid model, 
is something that I'm trying to work on as I'm starting back up in agency life is like collaborating, meeting people. So I just show up every day. <laughs> I don't live too far from where I work, but I just was curious on like on your thoughts on that. But three days a week is great. And for some people, that might be too much. So I, I think it's good for our audience to understand like what the different landscapes are out there when it comes to agencies. Like it's I think that's really important because some people might not want that. Some people really do want that. Yeah, no, and you can you can tell the benefits of those three days when we are in the office where oh yeah, where you do get to talk, you do build those bonds, which in turn builds that trust with your team. So yes. that when you do hit those rough patches, you trust the person working next to you that they're doing the best they can to help us get get through it. So yeah. Uh that definitely has its pluses. Yeah. And it's fun. And I'm sure your office is fantastic. But 50 people, that's a really good size to communicate. You guys have a Brooklyn office, right? I believe so, yeah. Mother New York. New York uh, in Brooklyn. I interviewed Ashley Bozeman there. She's fantastic. But Mother has always been a top agency and and sort of like the industry for creating great work. But what are some of the clients that you're working on or like the agency has? Uh, me specifically, I am working right now with Postmates and with Quip. Um, oh, Quip's uh, Quip is the toothbrush, right? Uh, it, yeah, it's it goes a little beyond that. They they definitely have other products, um, oral health care, and they did um, a great job. Um, like recently, like I remember seeing it all over Snapchat, like digital. Yeah, I'm sure. A lot of my, everybody listening knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> they will soon. Uh, new campaign coming out shortly. So. Oh, nice. nice uh, Postmates. Deep. That's a fun one. So that um. I think that's a lot of celebrities behind that. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. It's it's one of those brands where a lot of celebrities come to them because they're just fun and you can tell through their work and the work that we've been doing. So Postmates is the client that I've been working on with the longest. I, I sometimes feel like I I don't make enough money for Postmates because I see celebrities and I'm like, oh, well, maybe I can't afford that. But maybe is there any truth to that? You want to sway me the other way? I mean, I could definitely see why it has that, why it's it's looked upon like that. It's more of a, I that that makes sense to me. Why yeah. you would do that? But, I also, you know, you know, I'm 24, and I have to, I eat fast food all, like every other meal. So, but I have to go get it. <laughs> Just can't afford. Yeah, there's research out there that says that is about the target so yeah love it just want i love talking talking advertising clients and all that but uh, what other clients does the agency have outside of quip and postmates uh another big big hitter is sonic uh we take care of all the sonic usa oh nice um you guys had the two guys in the car that are hilarious you guys work on that uh no we actually took over after that okay so all of the recent work where it's like girls now uh, i don't know who the actors are but well, the interesting thing is that they're they're the talent that is in the spots now. They're real people. Uh, we we get them, present them some prompts, and that's how we produce the spots. But so they're not uh, traditional talent. They're very much real people. Oh, you go to these Sonics. Yeah, it's pretty Love great. It. Nice, cool. Um, but you're an account executive like what are the skills that are necessary to be successful in like your role what does it look like at your agency specifically uh okay so at 
the industry specifically, or, you know what, let me take a step back and let's talk about it generally. So the sure. skills that I've had to learn across the agencies that I've worked at has been the, the obvious ones, which is organization. You got to be very good at keeping information straight, uh, recording, uh, not literally recording, but just keeping a mental record of the things that are happening because you'll have several work teams working together. You'll have a lot of different people having conversations, not always conversations that you are a part of, but that you still have to keep organized uh, and relay information since you are that um, that line of connection between the client and the agency. So above all else, you just have to be very, very organized. Um, How do you stay organized? Oh, let me tell you that if there wasn't, I need to have a dual screen at all times. I take notes right. about everything, whether it be uh, physical, like with pen and paper. Yep. Or just fire up the old Google machine and take notes that way. Where do you consolidate it all? Oh, I have a system for myself that I created, which is basically a hot sheet. And yep. in it, I basically read back to myself or write back to myself the happenings of the day that are actionable and break it down by sections of things that I need to keep in mind, uh, notes that I think or might come Can back. Can you send me a template that. of that? <laughs> sure. Seriously, I'm not messing around here. I need to figure out a system. I'm like scrambling. I just have like written notes. I have like Google Sheets. I have like just all over the place. So I need to figure out a system and I'm I'm still like working it out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Happy, happy to do so because I've definitely noticed my uh, ability to retain information was not great to begin with. And so yeah. this is a lifesaver for me. So happy to do so. And there's so many different streams when you're an, an account executive. So it's so it's so important to stay organized. And what we can do, Mike, is if you do send that to me, which I hope you do, because we're talking about it and we're recording, um, we will post that in our podcast um, resource list, which what you can find in our Instagram at Breaking and Entering Pod. So we'll have that length, maybe, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Anyway, cool. it can be helpful. Happy to do it. Great. But keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So you stay organized. You learn how to stay organized in general. But what about mothers specifically? Do you need the skills? Do you need to be successful or that you've learned from other people? Um, so that's where we get into the more soft skills. At mothers specifically, because again, given that there's not a lot of us. And yeah. again, the mothers here are a hybrid of account executives and project managers. Yep. Have to have those soft skills of being able to roll with the punches of really being able to roll up your sleeves. And what I mean specifically is that you will get buyers just like in all advertising jobs and your ability to stay calm and to say, you know what, we got this becomes so much more important to help your team get through whatever it is you're trying to get through. Because as a focal point of the work you're trying to get done, if you yourself and I know this from experience, uh, if you yourself start to get uh, panicky or just not being helpful towards coming towards a resolution, a resolution, um, nothing really gets done the way we want it to get done. It's not a comfortable experience. Yeah. You're just adding to how uncomfortable it becomes. So mm -hmm. that's what I want to say about getting doing a good job at Mother specifically. Yeah. I could see that working everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we know about mother. We know about some of the 
the clients that you have. We know about the structure, what it takes to be successful there, what you've learned there. Let's kick it back to how you, you broke in. I know we hinted at it earlier, but um, you were a late break-in, you mentioned. you So you just... You graduated high school. You did a little bit of community college, but didn't stick with you, you said, right? Yeah. I what did you that, study at community college? Was it gen eds where you're just trying to get, figure it out? But I want to try to kick it back here. Yeah. So my first go around was just gen ed. I thought I was going to go in for history, so I took a bit uh, to lean more on history classes. Sure. But again, wasn't connecting. So I was in and out um, for a very long time. Uh, and then when I finally did go back and take it seriously, that's when I focused on communications, but specifically human communications or communication theory, uh, and the way we communicate the, the why and the how. So that's when you came back after the gap. Yeah, correct. When I actually, okay. uh, started to pick up on something because at that point I was almost done with all my general ed classes and like, Hey, you basically can't continue unless you know what your what track you're going to be on. Yep. Um, I was pointed in that direction by a professor uh, that I took a speech class with her. She pointed me towards uh, human communication and I liked it. I, I generally, genuinely did. So I pursued that, mm -hmm. uh, even went to her alma mater, which was Cal State Fullerton. She pointed me there saying they have a very good communication program. So I thought, oh, why not? I don't nice. know much about the college system. Uh, so let's just go there. Showed up there. And then they told me you need to go ahead and uh, pick a focus, whether it was going to be PR, advertising, uh, journalism. Uh, and I thought, what What do you mean? I thought this was human communication, like communication theory, like I was going to be researching. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're like, no, that's the wrong college. So I was like, okay, well, I'm here now. Uh, I guess I'll just pick advertising. Uh, Why? No reason. It was that arbitrary. <laughs> I was just like, I'm here. I'm not going to do that all over again. So I'm just going to pick one. Sure. Uh, picked advertising. It's a good but one. It was a fortunate accident because as I got into it, we started taking um, more hands-on items. So had a professor who encouraged us to do the uh, one show boot camp at 72 and sunny. Nice. Uh, did that and loved That's it. Dope. Fell in love with that uh, light bulb moment of where this is it. This is the answer. This, this is the answer to the complicated question. Yep. Fell in love with it. And at that point, I was like all in. What all part in of that process? I mean, sure, at the boot camp, they probably just gave you campaign to work on, maybe a little competition, but you're doing campaigns for a brand. You had you were briefed, you were in a group. But like, what a part of that process did you really like? Uh, the collaboration process, uh, specifically the, the process of just throwing things at each other and then either shooting things down or modifying it or basically bringing something up, like syncing up, taking little bits of the thing, of the conversations that you have, of the genuine ideas that you throw up there. Mm -hmm. And from that, slowly but surely getting to the big aha moment. Yep, synthesizing it, yeah. And that specific that light bulb that mm. uh, yes this is it i can't wait to present this i can't wait to show this work because we think that this is that's this is the one that's the best part absolutely and yeah. then they have to create it and deal with clients after that and that's where i kind of like lose interest personally but that's okay 
Yeah, that's where I keep going. Hence, I'm yeah. a an account person. But well, I want to. Uh, well, that's what I want to ask you about. Yeah. Um, then, like, so you did this boot camp. You fell in love with the process of advertising, uh, ideating, uh, concepting, brainstorming, whatever you want to call it. The process. You you fell in love with it being in that group. Then what happened after that? So you you knew that you wanted to break an advertising. You probably wanted to work at seventy two at Sony because it's like a dope agency. Um, yeah. Who doesn't? Everybody wants to work there. I mean, you're at a great agency right now, like just as great. But um, so, what was your next steps after that? Like when you realized. So, I think in order to go ahead and add more gravity to like what was actually going through my head, or give you more context, so. At the time where it was getting close to crunch time, right? I was about to graduate. I either bravely or foolishly got married and at the same time had a baby on the way. All of it planned, mind you. And okay. so my version of this has got to work is different from you know a lot of yes. other people who might have to yes. this doesn't have to work. And so I knew I was all in. So therefore that made me so much more tenacious. Uh, I made it a point that when we were at these boot camps, I networked and I networked hard. Uh, So we would be given mentors. I'd consistently follow up with them. I would hit people up on LinkedIn that I It's no joke. Like you got a, you got a baby on the way. Exactly. You're not, you're getting in, you're not messing around. It's not like, Oh, I just graduated college. I'm 22. Like I want to hang out and like, take a year off and really guess and see like maybe do another internship or two or three or just chill. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, hey, if you got time, you got the, if you don't, if you can do it, take your time. But you, you're, you're go time. There's no messing around. 100%. And then and you add on top of that, that I knew I had to do an internship, which automatically meant I was going to be very poor. So yeah. I knew that there was going to be that rough patch. So I could not, I, like you said, I could not fail. Uh, and there, so you had to do an internship. Yeah, you, you got a baby on the way, and you're about to go do an internship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, needless to say, I was tenacious. Uh, ended up linking up with some with some great people thanks to my networking um, mm-hmm. push. Uh, those people, I laid it all out there. Right, my situation. I told them, you know, I showed them that I was hungry and that I really wanted it. Yeah, and people really took to that. Uh, not just because I was going to be a father, but genuinely that I was trying. Uh, because something that I noticed that even now, looking back, it's you'd be surprised how easy it is to stand out just by trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, that in itself, seriously, goes a long way for you. And trying, what does that look like to me? That looks like you do your re- do so much research. If you're an account or strategy in any role, you do so much research, you know, who's re- you know, everything about the agency, every major campaign they've won awards for, you know, the founders, you know, the story, you know, the brands, um, you work on your book relentlessly. You, you show that you're networking, like you're, you're going hard on the networking. You're being, you're, you're cognizant of their time and, and you really are passionate. So I'm sure you adopt all those. Can we talk about the agency that you're, you're first breaking it when you were an intern? Because it's a great agency. I look here on your LinkedIn. Yeah. So shy day. Funny enough, uh, the person that brought me on as the intern was the junior recruiter at 72 that I was talking to when I was trying to get into 72. Uh, Say that again. I, Let's break that down a yeah. little bit one more time for me. The over at shy day that I 
ended up connecting with that brought me on as an intern, Lindsay Lake, she was the junior recruiter at 72. Okay. That I was connecting with when I was trying to get into 72 as an intern. Ah, uh, okay. And fortunately, this, the year that I wanted to get in there that I was available to, they didn't have an intern program that year. Sure. And uh, she ended up for her, just her journey, landed her over at Shia Day. Nice. I'm a senior recruiter. And by pure coincidence, because of the way that Shia Day did their internship program back then, uh, we ended up connecting there. And she remembered me. And this is Boom. why I was very tenacious. Uh, and part of that was just following up, just staying in their network, staying in their circles. And remember me, we, we, I was brought on board as the account um, intern. And sure enough, my whole co cohort was uh, a lot of young people. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them already had internships prior to this one. Uh, this wasn't their first rodeo. Uh, and so that was my first taste of, I really am like, I was 28, 29 at the time. Wow. And that's not old, but it definitely fit first time I'm like, I feel old. Yeah. This. But that's okay. Yeah. Like I said, I had a, a lot of responsibility on my back that I really couldn't uh, linger on that. I had to keep it moving. So got it. Wow. There. Wow. Any sort of doubt in your mind when you're like interning or like, I don't know, thinking you're too old to be an intern? Of course. I think it's part and parcel, right? Especially um, at that time. I mean, I went in there and you look at the place and I never had a more like, what are what are you doing here? You don't like this is if there was ever a time I had really bad imposter syndrome, it was the moment that I got in there and I was like, this is the coolest place I've ever been. At. Yeah. And this is so surreal for me to even be here. Oh, Shy Day is one of the coolest agencies ever. Yeah. Um, and so I was just. Yeah, but. It was incredible. I mean. I guess like what, what I'm interested in is like your boss, whoever was directly above you, you're probably like three years older, like the account executive. Oh yeah. No. Um, so the, the two people that I directly worked with, um, back then I was about, I was about a year older than the account soup and yeah, the supervisor yeah. older than the AE. So that was weird. Uh, luckily, I have a bit of a baby face, so okay. it, always, yeah. it was always so apparent that I was older than everybody else. But yeah. again, it's one of those things that came up when I thought about it, uh, but I was just so focused on I need to do this thing that it rarely. Uh, yeah, I just can't imagine like having like because I'm I'm 24 and I'm I don't have a kid, don't don't have anything real main responsibilities other than my job. Like you just have this, like, I'm sure you just have this focus. Like you got to, you just got to work. Like you have to, there's no other option, right? Yeah. No, no, exactly. Like you need to nail this, uh, at the you same no choice. Yeah. I mean, I feel a little bit insecure, like that I'm young and I mean, ageism, I, I mean, I don't know what ageism is, but I don't know that what <laughs> the term means, but I know like, I feel insecure sometimes about my age and like having to lead people older than me, like that gets to me. But yeah, that is interesting. It was definitely a unique experience, especially as an intern at 29. Like you don't have 29 year old interns. No, 
Were they, they, it wasn't weird, right? Like, I'm sure everybody was super professional. Oh, exactly. And everyone was super cool. Uh, I actually, yeah. I'm still, I became friends with a lot of those interns. And to this day, I still talk to a lot of them. It's not, it's not one of those things like, hey, it's weird that you're, well, like, it's, it doesn't actually work that way. What clients did you work on there? At that time, I touched uh, Principal Financial and McDonald's Breakfast. But mostly oh, I love McDonald's Breakfast. I love that. Yeah, it was definitely a, a very, very good experience. Yeah. Nice. Did you guys do all day breakfast? Was that you guys? Like, did you guys come up with that? Or did you bring that? Uh, no, I don't believe so. But he, uh, I was only, I only touched some of it. Can't really say I was really in it. Sure. So couldn't really speak to it, even if I wanted to. Yeah. So why'd you leave? I mean, just better opportunity. Mother came knocking and mother, you had to answer. Um. I think it, at that point, I think it really came down to who I was. I, Shide is legendary, massive agency with a holding company on top. I think people are a lot more specialized there and it's just a big agency. Sure. And I just felt like I wanted to do the small agency life. Uh, Sure. Really, again, going back to, it's the collaboration that I really fell in love with. Yeah. And so when mother came around and saw the opportunity, I saw that they were growing and saw that they were ambitious and that really nice. gelled with me and therefore I jumped on that opportunity. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say it was like, a, a, I wouldn't frame it as better or worse so much as it was just me who I am personally. It was just a better fit for me. Hey, that's fair. How old is your child? My baby's now two. Nice. Almost three, yeah. Um, Work-life balance now. I'm, I just want to touch upon this. Like, how do you control it how are you there for your child? Like, I know this time, like agency life can really take over and there's late nights, um, maybe more so for creatives. I'm not sure account. I mean, I get account emails at 11, uh, at <laughs> night. So like, what are you doing? Like to ensure like that your future, you're there for your child and you're, you're, you're handling this and you're, you're managing expectations, setting boundaries. Like what's your philosophy on that? Um, I have to say that it is tough. COVID was both made it harder and in other ways, it gave me things that I would not have had otherwise, such as I was able to see my kid take her first steps mm-hmm. and all that stuff because I wasn't at the office right. I was here at That's home. Fantastic. She took them right next to me. It was great. But now that we're going to what will now be the new normal of this hybrid model, there's commuting on top of just the regular workload and, and advertising. It ebbs and it flows. You'll have your high peaks where you are working till midnight, and then you have your more of those lulls where you can actually call it a day at five. Yeah. And, and you can so, leave early some days. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so you get some and you give some. And what that's meant for me is that the moments that I do have with my kid where I'm with my family, I am present and I am there for them, right? So I yep. become, I've been forced to become very, um, very strict with my boundaries in that yep. way. Yep. Um, but also recognizing that because of the career I have chosen, I also need to be, when I'm at work, I am at work. Yep. And again, working from home now, as hybrid 
the line is blurred and that's what made it difficult is like where is yeah yeah because you might not be present fully on either one of them exactly you're like 50 50 here you're there you're happy you're kind of distracted i get that that i understand i kind of get what you're saying there yeah and so that that was the hurdle that i had to that's how i had to figure out how to make all of this work and so now it's I would be hesitant to even say I have a system. It's more of I do this day by day. And yeah. if the moments I'm with my child, I cherish those. And those moments that I'm at work, I'm honed in as best I can. Uh, yeah. And I just deal with situations as they come up. So, uh, again, the that's not to say I've nailed it because I definitely haven't. What does your wife do? She does clerical work at a private practice. Gotcha. And she's been huge in allowing me to be this kind of parent uh, where I have a career and have, have, I could be a dad, I could be all these things mm-hmm. and having the career I have where I do, I'm up these late nights and where I do have to step away more often than I'd like to sometimes. Um, yeah. she's a champion, never, uh, never holding that against me, rather pushing me forward to, to keep giving it my all. So yeah. Uh, that one. <laughs> Shout out. Um, I want to ask you, I love all of this. It's really inspiring because I'm going to have to have a family too one day and I'm going to have to figure that out. But so I'll replay this then in like a hundred years from whenever that is. Um, uh, I, I was going to, I want to ask you your experience at KFC. Um, and that stint, how many years was that was the stint in between your, your two, your community, your, your education, like comeback? Like how many years was that? Are you asking how long between KFC college and then the career jump? Because I went to college while I was managing KFC. So oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a 60 plus hour job. Jeez. And I mean, it's very physical. At the same time, I was still going to school. And that was the most insane thing I've ever done. And I would not wish that on anyone. But it got done. It's in my past. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I still think back on those days and think, I don't know how I did it. It just got done. Nice. So like just the work ethic just kind of taught you to keep grinding. Yeah. And so like the late nights, maybe like till, you know, you're working till like 9 p.m. and advertising on your laptop might not be that bad. No. It, it, yeah, exactly. I think back on those nights where I would get home from work at 10 p.m. And I would not sleep because I would have projects to do. Uh, or oh, the only day I, yeah, it was, it was like that it. bad. And then, you know, my wife was pregnant and I remember just going into the room to just quickly get ready for class, uh, saying my goodbyes, kissing her belly, and then, and just drinking as much coffee as I could take without getting the jitters. Yeah. That's how I did it for about two years. And now I think I have to send this really dense email. Ugh. And now I think back on that and I'm like, oh, this is this is really Yeah, crazy. this is easy. It gets stressful. You're getting caught caught up in it, but you have that perspective and like yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And so for exactly one week, I did not have a job once I left KFC. And then a week later I started my internship shot. How was that one week though? Uh, I think that was the one week where I actually had time to think. And that's when it all hit me of the gravity of the situation of like, you, that's interesting. Like you did the thing, but now you have to continue to do the thing and do it better so that you get hired. And 
Yeah. Family. So I love it. A lot of anxiety that week, actually. But at the same oh. time, we had just gotten married. So also very happy that I was a married man. Yeah. That's awesome. A lot of mixed emotions. It was a roller coaster. Yeah. Absolutely. But you're doing well now. You're figuring it out. And your life seems good. Is that true? Uh yeah, I like to think so. Cool. I think uh, that where I am now is where I dreamed to be a couple of years ago. Yep. We got to remind ourselves that sometimes. Yeah. Cool. Well, Mike, this has been fantastic. I think we learned a lot of lessons along the way. If people want to reach out, connect with you, ask you questions about mother, uh, going back to school, breaking into advertising, if they want to connect with you more, how can they do that? I think the best way to do that is through my LinkedIn. You yep. can look me up. Mike Hernandez, I'm at Mother. You can probably put those three things together and I'm the only one there. Yep. Feel free to reach out to me personally if you'd like at my email, if I could be of any help at mike at motherla.com. Perfect. Well, Mike, it's been a pleasure. I have no more questions. Unless there's anything else that you want to say, I am all good and we can end it here. I am good. Thank you again for having me. Cool, Mike. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode of the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us and help us grow and get better guests, better break-ins if you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars and a small review if you have the time. Be sure to connect with our guests if you like what they said by going to our Instagram at Breaking and Entering Pod. It's all one word breaking and entering pod on Instagram. We have links to their portfolios and their LinkedIn. They want to connect. So do that. And thank you. Thank you to Mikey Malarkey, our audio engineer, and Uchan Zhang, our creative director. Can't do without you two. And a team from the University of Illinois. It's a student team from the agency called AdBuzz, their PR agency. And it's been a pleasure working with them. Thank you all so much. And we will see you next week with another amazing guest.